Det här er helt vanvittigt att se på en Jäger. Bommer på den och då kan Halden sätta den i öppet för och då är er det väl spikern i sista Kristoffer Henriksen. Norskytte Toto Nordberg och den går ju i mål av Toto Nordberg för en scoring. Välkommen till en ny episode av Sportsprat och Daniel Österheim ny intro och bursta. Ja, det är er två stora ting på en gång. Jag vet inte vad som är er störst, men för mig är er den intron störst. Det var tog väl åtta episoder eller nåt för jag gav och bruke tre och ett halvt minut på att göra det. Det tog inte lång tid. Så som du hörte så tog jag två namn som jag inte tror försvinner med det första. Jag tror inte att Toto Nordnorge är er ett salgsobjekt och Kristoffer Henriksen nå tror jag blir i byn alltså. Det är er två vaskeäkta haldensare som på något har kommit för att bli mm. i motsättning till Josef Scheib och Bartram Obling som sviktade med en gång de kom i intron. Mm. Så vi får hoppas inte det sker med dem. Vi har vi har med oss en tredje man, Ole Jakob. Han sviktade oss voldsomt idag. Han gjorde det. Eh möttan ut på parkeringen här och han hade skuldrene helt uppe efter röra för han hade så mycket att göra. Så då hämtade vi en supersubben vår. Ja, supersub Atle Wester Larsen, välkommen. Tack. Travelt optatt med att lage mitt drømmelag-serien til Halden Arbeiderblad. Er mange som våkner hver eneste dag til å lese, lese de her drømmelagene. Ja, jeg tenkte på mitt drømmelag med en gang Daniel sa supersub, for vi har jo en superreserve som må vi jo plukke ut her. Nei, det er kjempegøy. Det har vært veldig godt mottatt av våre lesere, og jeg har fått mange meldinger fra folk som sier at det er det første de sjekker når de står opp om morgenen, er hvem som er vem som er, har sitt drömmelag i HA den dagen så det är er jättegøy att at det går bra på nett och att folk syns det är er gøy att läsa. Vi har ju varit med på någon av drömmelagen Daniel. Nej, bara vår egen. Jag har varit med på vårt eget. Du var med som superset. Du blev dunkad ut av Jannik där, men men Atle har varit med på många. Ja, det har han faktiskt. Ja, det är er många tisdagar som har tagit det med tatt med Atle. Ja, tänk på det. Ja. Kvickingen som kom till tisdagen och bara surmula men skörade några mål in emellan så jag får ta det som ett komplimang. Ja, nej, det men det är er väldigt gøy och gøy att läsa i alla fall och den serien den ska fortsätta lite till. Ja, i vart fall fram till sommaren. Så får vi se om vi kör vidare eller om vi kanske ska pröva oss lite med hockey och eller handboll i en land form. Det kunde varit gøy att fått någon som har har spurt om det. Vi får se om det er gjennomførbart. Men det går litt på tida også, for nu vet jo jeg godt at det, når du jobber i sporten i Halden Arbeiderblad, så når kampene nå etter hvert kommer i gang igen, så er det ikke den samme tida til det heller. Nej, altså dette har jo vært et uh, koronaprosjekt, rett og slett. Mm. Ideen kom jo etter bare noen dager. Jeg og kjørte til en av mine utallige turer, tur rett til rockesøpla. Da dukket den inn i hodet meg, og den... Uh, Det visste jag var en god idé men det var det var ju har varit väldigt gott att ha nå i coronatider som det har varit lite lite sport som generellt då. Nu när det smäller i gång igen så är er det säkert det har samma tid nej. Vi har vi har en gäst idag. vi ska strax introducera han men jag bara tänkte vi ska ta chapt om andra idrotter alltså vi måste ta lite om komet. Mm. Igår så blev den här kometkvällen sent. Där var det ju flera ting som dukade upp. Alltså Jesper Nipe har skrivit under ny kontrakt, gott hjulpet av Martin Björsland som har gitt bort stora delar av lönen sig för att Jesper Nipe ska spela. Alltså där er sån där du inte hör om vanligtvis i helt att. Nej, alltså för att citera sportchefen Martin Engbretsen som sa att detta är er stor idrott och det är er ju akkurat det där. Det är er vanvittigt fint gjort av av Björsland. Eh och de är er ju goda kompisar på på fritiden och som man säger att jag har fast jobb är er inte så 
avhängig av de intäkterna de får från Komet som det är Jesper her, men så han trengte någon lapper till för att få det att gå runt han har flyttat ut av promperummet som han sa och och etablerar sig på något alene och allt det där så at det da kan gå an å løse på den måten for att få med to väldigt gode, väldigt viktige vekker for Komet, det er jo helt strålende. Det er gode gutter, Donald. Ja, det er det. Ja. Og jeg var jo dekket den matchen, siste matchen til Bjørsland, når han ga seg med hockey. Og da virket det ikke som man hadde tenkt å snu på det med det første, men så kom jo corona, da, som man forteller om selv der, så... Ja, det er fint å ha han tilbake, og det er en veldig bra årleit-spiller. Ja, solid, solid bekk, og en bra fyr, og det er også viktig da for, og så tenker jeg liksom ut til fansen og sånn, så det er jo lett å like disse folk her, når de gjør sånne ting da. Ja, ja absolut. Ja. Uh, Øyvind Andreasens drakt skal henges i taket, uh, ingen skal bruke drakt nummer 9 igen på høy tid, det har vi snakket om her tidligere. Vi har vel snakket om det her et halvt år, ja. så uh, jeg vet ikke om vi hadde et lite finger med i spillet der, komet fikk litt dårlig samvittighet, ja. men uh, nej, det var, det var på tide at nieren kom opp i taket der. Og retired number, Atle, det er jo så mangt i amerikansk idrett, altså det er jo noen som har vært fantastisk, drakt nummer 99 er vel fredag hele NHL, altså Wayne Gretzky tidenes hockeyspiller, men Øyvind Andreasens drakt henger jo ikke der fordi han var en blende hockeyspiller, men fordi du skal lete lenge etter en mer lojal og fantastisk klubbspiller. Ja, altså en klubblegende, altså en punktum, altså det Øyvind har gjort, eller kanskje først og betydd da, for, for Komet, det, er, det står det respekt av. Han har spilt 455 A-kamper over 16 sesonger, eh, og har aldrig varit en stjerne, den bästa, men har varit lojal, aldrig klaget, eh, viktig på isen og helt sikkert eh, utenfor, og alt det vi ikke ser. Så jeg er enig med dere, det var fortjent og på, på høy tid. Spørsmålet er jo, nå, Kim Dahl Nilsen har jo fått den eh, hedersbetegnelsen, eh, for å kalle det før, så nu er det de to. Hvem er neste mann? Altså noen mener jo at både Garane Karust og Einar Egeland også bør opp i taket, men så er det sånn, altså, du, du må sette en grense et sted, men, men hvorfor, altså, ja, kanskje, jeg vet ikke. Uh Det er vanskelig å si. Ja. Uh, ja, for du, men, kan ikke, du kan ikke begynne å henge opp hvem nei, som helst. Eller? Det, 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 det. Kan ikke bli det er en grunn til at det tok såpass lang tid med ja. Øyvind, tenker jeg. Uh, selv om han var en ganske soleklar kandidat. Da. Mm. Uh, så som du sier, det bør jo sitte litt inne og få drakta i taket der. Ja, det blir det. Vi, vi får se hva som skjer. Uh, bare ta kjapt den forrige episoden med Jørgen Thorussen, uh, Daniel. Det ble lytterrekord, altså det tog helt fyr. Det tok helt, da. Uh, altså frisbeegolf har jo blitt enormt stort, og det var mange som ville høre på Jørgen Thorussen snakket om frisbeegolf, og det var jo, det er gøy da. Ja, veldig. Ja. Eh, vi tog vel rekord bare efter noen timer der nesten. Ja. Så nei, det, var, det var gøy å se at litt sånn annerledes idretter som man ikke tenker på med det første, også gir lyttere. Akkurat som meg og Donald, så har også du vandret frustrert rundt ute i Øskårdskogen, Atle? <laughs> ja, det har jeg. Jeg har kastet både på trær og opp i trær og ned skråninger. Og, ja, men det er veldig gøy. Og, og vi så det jo i HA også. Vi skrev vel en reportasje om uh, Henrik Holt mm. og ja, det var en til. Andreas uh, Etland, som jeg ikke husker hva jeg heter etter han infarta, om um, de som bygde banen der ute og hadde en reportasje på det. Den gikk også så det dundra på nett, så... Og det er jo et sted mellom 10 og 30 biler der ute, nesten uansett når jeg er der, så det er, det er populært. Og nå kommer det en i tisdag nå, litt kortere, kanskje litt mer familievennlig, hvor han tar med barn og skolebarn der oppe og alt sånt, så, så det er gøy. Mm. blir veldig morsomt. Vi skal nå gjøre noe vi aldrig har gjort før, Daniel. Vi har haft denne podcasten i snart halvannet år. Mm. Begynte i februar 2019, og vi har aldrig haft en engelsk talende gjest. Nei. Men nu skal vi rett og slett sportsprat goes English. 
Rett og slett. Rett og slett. Ja. Det er kanskje en grund til at Ole Jakob hadde veldig mye å gjøre i dag. Engelske hundskapene der, kanskje ikke på topp, jeg vet ikke. Men der er det greit å få en atler som er helt chef på engelsk. Jo, takk for det. Ja. Vi får bare beklage på forhånd at det skal vi gjøre det. Ja, vi, vi må si det på forhånd. Un- unnskyld. Det kommer til å bli litt rart. Det er lenge siden vi har... Vi har prata engelsk det går grejt med engelsk när man har fått gjort det någon timmar när man är er enten i England eller USA eller sånt då känner man att man pratar flytande men när man bara blir kastad in i det ja. då kan det gå en kulvarnt ja, så vi det får heller le lite av oss men ha lite medfölelse också för nu ska vi önska välkommen dagens gäst och resten av programmet mer eller mindre går ju då på engelsk så Daniel du har ju eh, som vanligt skrivit ett dikt uh, a poem uh, for I've a poem. Yes, yes. So, uh, take, for, take for it away. Yeah. Nice. I've written poems in Norwegian, Danish, English, so to be fair. You can now call me Daniel Shakespeare. <laughs> but enough about me, there's another guy in the spotlight. His name is Kevin and has three points and a goal in sight. With two games in the legendary FA Cup it's time to take Wicalden one division up. Give a warm welcome to Kevin Stefan Jordan Kahn. <laughs> welcome to be here. Wow. I'm happy to be here, yeah. Have you ever had a poem like that read out to you? Uh, to be fair, that's actually amazing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to do it? Uh, a couple of days. Oh, that's wow. <laughs> uh, so, Kevin, uh, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, uh, the last couple of months has been like strange for everyone. Yeah, man, it's been up and down. You know, um, we have to adapt our training uh, based on the corona and stuff like that. So it's not been an easy road for everyone. So yeah, like we've just been doing individual training and stuff. So yeah. But have you have you stayed here in Holden all the time? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had to stay, and um, like I thought, I felt like I had to go back to London and stuff and see family and stuff. But it was very hard because you know the borders was closed and. Everything was shut down, so I've mainly stayed at home and, yeah, just done individual training and stuff. But during this time, we've heard stories about uh, families uh, getting their kids and uh, other members mm. of the family home because it's mm. uh, unsafe, you know. How has it been for yeah. you to, to be uh, away from a family? Uh, and uh, in the UK, it's been really critical. Yeah, um, yeah, it's actually been like hard, like, in in terms of like the first month it was really hard because you know i felt like i could go back and i couldn't go back of course because you know it was like the the circumstances and stuff and whatnot and then it just got to me sometimes you know because you can't see the little one and you can't see your girlfriend and stuff like that so i mean after that that just put myself in a routine of just you know just training you know doing little things in the day so that you know time goes by yeah um the situation now is uh, is a, a bit better mm-hmm. uh, you have started to train together again uh, yeah. how how is the training right now in uh, in your team um training's good like i mean we've we've done like three training sessions i think now it's like obviously one still one meter but it's it's better you know to see the boys and stuff and to train again like you know full capacity and stuff and yeah like we've done literally like training matches and stuff which is good you know and but, but there's still no physical contact there's still no physical contact at this moment no mm. like we're still one meter apart from each other so mm. you know we just got to follow the guidelines but uh, the, the rules is like it's just around the corner. Uh, yeah, it should be from Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from Monday I think it's full contact. Mm. Yeah. 
they should uh, watch that training, Daniel. Yeah. Hopefully when they're allowed to tackle again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully some slide tackles coming <laughs> in from Dada. Everyone gets injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wet field and yeah. just straight uh, tackles, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, uh, I mean, you should have now played like uh, uh, 10 games or something, but uh, every, yeah. everything is postponed. Uh, but yeah. uh, in one month, yeah. the games should start again. Yeah, I think our season starts in July. Mm. Uh, I think the f- I think if I'm not mistaken, the fifth or the fifteenth. I'm mm. not sure. It's the fifth. It's the, the fifth. fifth yeah. yeah, yeah. It starts in the fifth. Of but July. is that enough time? I mean, one month to get ready. Um, I think it, we have to maybe do some individual training as well. You know, for like for us the players, because I don't think it would be enough time mm. to get ourselves ready for the season, but. I I believe that everyone's already fit, you know. Everyone's already fit. It shows in training, you know. Like no one looks like they've lost anything, you know. Mm. And yeah, it's just because you had the preseason training, and yeah. it was just one month away from the season start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, obviously got cut short due to Corona. But mm. I mean, we've worked hard um, individually, you know. And uh, Kent, like, obviously has took track of everything that's happened you know over the corona and stuff in the circumstances so yeah i feel like when we come back now we have a job to do and you know hopefully just keep working hard at it um one thing that will be interesting to see is how the different teams has uh, managed to mm. stay fit during this period how, what do you think about that um in the second division i think the clubs are um semi Professional, yeah. I, I think they've coped well with the situation. Fredrikstad mm-hmm. uh, uh, practiced almost like normal all the time, mm-hmm. um, so it's. Uh, I think it's quite similar uh, yeah. around the clock in, in yeah. second division. But um, maybe a small club like Quick can can get something out, out mm-hmm. of this if mm-hmm. you have um, um, taken care of the the practice individually. Yeah. And um, I, what I've been hearing that is that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully you can uh, get a kickstart to the to the season, yeah. and uh, hopefully some of the of the other clubs have uh, uh, not been so good. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Yeah, Ke- Kevin, y- you you uh, you said when you came here that mm-hmm. you came because you wanted a new adventure. Yeah, has the uh, year in Holden been an adventure so far? Do you know what it's been? It's for me, it's been a very different adventure. Like. Um, to expect like it was diff- different to expect you know like um when i first got here like i didn't know what to expect in in a sense but then after a while it takes time for me to gel down in a place because it's like i need to understand not only just about football but the atmosphere of how everyone is you know how the culture is and stuff and learn the culture a lot you know and uh, learn to adapt to the culture you know what I mean? And the style of play. Mm. So, yeah, for me, it's been, like, very, like, different in a sense, but I'm learning how to adapt to how people are, you know, meeting people and, you know, not only just football, but just being friends with people as well, you know? Like, I I, I believe that here, like, it's shown me different ways of how it is because foot, the footballers are like a family. Like, we're all like a family in the change rooms, you know, and, like, if you if you're down, like they'll pick you up. You know what I'm saying? Like you have leaders, 
and stuff. So it's different for me as well. It's, it's for me to learn how to adapt to it. But you came from Sweden. You played in Sweden yeah. before you came to Norway. Do you yeah. experience any big difference between Sweden and, and Norwegian mentality? Um, I think Norwegian mentality is more, you know, get right in, you know, get stuck in. More, It's, it's similar to like England, you know, like get stuck in, you know, really put your boots up, put your socks up and, you know, get ready for war, you know. And I witnessed it, like, last season. So I was like, yeah, you know, this is similar to how I was playing in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And also, uh, mentally, <coughs> going into this season, uh, you did very well last season. No one expected yeah. you to, to do the to make the qualification. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that is a mental uh, advantage for you, because now uh, the season has uh, stopped. Yeah. You start all over again. Maybe yeah. it's kind of a different way into the season. Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, looking back at this, uh, obviously the circumstances, it gives you time to reflect mm. on how you're going to go about the season, you know. And I feel like it's given everyone a time to think, okay, cool. You know, we look back at it, take a standpoint and actually assess how we're going to go through the season. Mm. So it's given us that time point. And for me, I know we know what objective we want for the season, like all of us boys. And I feel like we could achieve it this season, mm. you know. Um, but you have lost a couple of good players, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Scheibe is, yeah. Uh, and now Albar is, uh, is injured. He's injured, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you see the squad? I mean, I don't think anything has changed spiritually. Like, obviously, I feel like our spirits are still high. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, it, it hasn't affected us in any way. We just keep working on our, ourselves and, you know, keep focusing on what we need to do. And what objectives that we need to we need to push and yeah. Um, how do you see this season, Daniel? Uh, I mean, in, in one way, Quick has everything to lose, but uh, in another way, why not just continue? Yeah, um, I think uh, like Atle said, a couple of players injured and and gone, uh, but the winning mentality in Quick is so strong from like two years now. Uh, so I think. Uh, uh, the other guys that's playing in the same uh, position as Albert and uh, Josef uh, will pick up the the boots and do the job for for the team so um i, I guess it's uh, kent's uh, job too to adapt to all these new um, players and um and the situation yeah and but of course uh, Albar and Josef was like x factor players yeah so key players made points for you last yeah. season so i mean Yeah, <laughs> they will be missed. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But do you have a plan for to to who's going to play in Albar's position? Do you have heard anything um, about it? As of now, uh, I think that we just been focusing on training. Mm. You know, so we don't really know what's 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 going to happen and stuff. You know, um, as far as I know. So yeah, we just only just focus on you know formations and stuff, and you know just doing what we do in training. Yeah, we have uh, had a couple of questions. Uh, we do them yeah. later about your position and stuff like that. But uh, first, take us back. You were born in in France? Yeah, I was uh, born in I was born in France. Yeah, and you you lived in in Paris? Yeah, in Paris. Yeah. And well, I lived in Paris for a year when I was was when I was a kid and then moved to to London when I was a kid like Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you played for uh, the biggest club in France. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How is the youth uh, system in in Paris Saint-Germain? Um no, the youth system is actually amazing. Like that was probably where I met a lot of uh, my friends and stuff, you know. And obviously it was more like a school. So 
it was like a, I don't know if you've heard Claire Fontaine. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it like a school. You know, you, you would sleep there, and you would you would actually like obviously have teachers and stuff like that. And yeah, like the development is good. You know, and you know you see the lot of the big players. You know, for like JJ Acocha and stuff, and Ronaldinho when he was there, mm. and stuff. So you, you know, you just see them in in a professional environment. Uh, any famous players now who you grew up with in Paris Saint Germain? Um, there was Barbeck, uh, Kingsley Coleman, um, Hervin Ogenda. Um, yeah, they're just scattered around, you know, like everywhere around in in Europe. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite big names. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kingsley Coleman is. A, yeah. yeah, you he's can w- say he's a good player. Yeah. Good player. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good player. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> what? Uh, What reason was it for the move to London? Um, my mom got a new job, um, like when I was young, and obviously she wanted to get away from uh, Paris, and she she wanted to start a new life in London. So that's what she done, and she felt that it was a better environment for us as well and stuff. You know what I mean? And to learn a new language, you know. And I also had family in London, so that's from very young we we moved, and then I started going to school and stuff like over there. But was that easy for you? Because I've lived in England myself. And yeah. I mean, uh, the people there are not always very uh, welcoming Welcoming to yeah. French people. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it was hard. The first time, you know, I couldn't, I went to school and I couldn't even speak a word of English at all. You know, I was so like, I was so down because I just didn't understand anybody. Like I was just only speaking French mm. and, you know, They had to get a French teacher into for me to understand what okay. they're saying, you know. So it was actually difficult, like my my young years in in school. But then, you know, when I started to learn to adapt, it got it got kind of easier. But it still had the accent, you know. I mean, now you can almost not um, hear Kevin that he is from France originally yeah. because you speak that mm. like fluent uh, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how far away are you from? Um We having this uh, session in uh, Norwegian. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit far away. Give it another two years, and but, yeah. But I guess you have picked up some phrases and words. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I picked up uh, only the swear words, maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing you yeah. learn. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, nah, fo- maybe like football dialect and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But I mean that's one of the good things about uh, the squad because you have French speaking players you yeah. have, uh, like you, you can do in English yeah. and uh, also Albert has gotten better in English. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and you have David who yeah. can speak English everything. So everything. Uh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. that's good. But but that's important. Many mm-hmm. people don't think about that, but that's very important that you understand what the coach say, what uh, other players are saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Like yeah. if I don't understand you know the first person I go to is probably like Jakob. Mm. You know, I will be like oh The coach will be saying something in training. And I'll be like, "Yeah, what's he saying?" <laughs> <laughs> because he, the coach comes to me and goes, "Kevin, do you understand?" Mm. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Jakob, what did he say? But it's also the banter, you know, because yeah. when when Jakob and Dardan and Danny are starting their banter in Norwegian, yeah, I mean, you, how do you experience that? I don't know. Do you know what it is? It's more time. I always ask them what they're saying and stuff, yeah. you know. And it, it's funny because obviously he, the way they break it down to me. It's like it's similar to how we, how we would do banter in in London, yeah. uh, in England. You know, I think football banter is football mm. banter everywhere. Mm. So yeah. you would understand it. You know, it's the same things. It's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
you played in uh, in uh, Colchester, uh, yeah. uh, Hereford, uh, yeah. F- Fulham. Yeah. Uh, did Fulham play in the Premier League then? When you were yeah there? yeah yeah, I was I was um, at Fulham when I was like fourteen, fourteen to sixteen, no, fourteen uh, to seventeen, mm. and then um, I broke my leg. Well, I ruptured my leg and stuff so I was out for half of the season mm-hmm. and um but my during my time in Fulham um I went there when I was 14 got picked up you know uh played a showcase game and uh, it's like a like many academies was there and stuff and um they seemed to be interested and at the time I was playing as a defensive midfielder okay <laughs> yeah so um yeah I played as a defensive midfielder and stuff and uh that's when I started going into like under 16s from under four when I was 14 training with them and then when it got to my 16th year went into play training with the reserves and stuff and uh with um like the likes of Clint Dempsey John Pantsill and like other names and stuff but um it was it was very good like you know I learned a lot from from there, you know. Uh, okay, and I guess your dreams then was to make it in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Like my dreams was to make it in the Premier League, like you know, like any boy's dream. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, like when I knew I got back from France because um we had a we had a break and I got back from France and then the first game we played against Aston Villa I broke my leg away. Okay. So yeah, then it just got cut short. Then uh, yeah. later you signed for uh, Bristol City. Yeah, yeah, and you made uh, your debut for the for the first team there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made my, my debut. I think I made my debut in 2014. 2014, yeah, it was an FA Cup against Portsmouth as well. Yeah, yeah home. Mm. Yeah, it was amazing. It was quite amazing. <laughs> not a lot of the quick Alden players that can say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not a lot. Uh, but you, you, um, you were described as a, like an English term, a starlet in Bristol City. You were, you were seen as a, like a, a, a hot prospect. Yeah, yeah, you did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you were linked to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I think it was uh, we had a game against um, QPR with the reserves, and you know, I scored a hat trick. Um, in that game, and then um, I think, and then I came off half time because we had a game for the first team, uh, and they wanted me to be get involved, and then that's when everything started to change from there. But um, yeah, so, so you scored a hat trick in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you did the, the trials with with Chelsea as well. Um, they invited yeah. me. They yeah. invited me for a week, mm-hmm. so I went down to Cobham. Mm. Trained for a week, see if I liked it and stuff. And um, I got, when I came back, um, I got a phone call from the first team manager and the first team manager and the first team assistant saying that they want to offer me a new contract and stuff. So, you know, I was making, it was like based on decisions and, you know, didn't know how to make a decision. So I felt, okay, cool. It'd probably be best for my development to stay at Bristol and hopefully push on to the first team. And then you have you ended up, uh, but the way from uh, from Bristol City to to Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, what happened between there? Um, basically, I was supposed to. I, w- I went to Sweden like because I felt that it would be different, and I had interest in um, the first league and the second league, and then it became a thing where 
it was like miscommunication and and you know there was a lot of sort like back end it was a lot of to the back end of the story so you know no one couldn't get quite to it and then it just um from there i just felt like okay cool you know i'm already here and why not like start a journey from here you know yeah. and and yeah hopefully play football here and And you played in three different clubs in in Sweden. Yeah. Before then, you came to Quick. Uh, ha, have you played uh, or trained with other uh, famous players during your career in all these clubs? Um, yeah, I've 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 played trained with like a Clint Dempsey, um, Bobby Reed, uh, Joe Bryan. They're at Fulham now. Mm. Um, Marlon Pack, of course. Marlon Harewood, mm. you know, West Ham legend. Um, Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of names I could I could name. I could be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a, a very different career when it comes to players in Quick because we are used to have some players from Sweden, yeah. uh, a lot of Norwegian players. But when Kevin came, it was like a, a totally different story. Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah. I, I met Kevin at, uh, at Strupe when yeah. you, when you signed for the club, and then you just uh, turned down uh, an offer from Romanian football. I yeah, think. yeah. And then he told me about uh, his career, and uh, it's it's not every day that um, the club, the players' kick signs has that history. Yeah. Um, so. Um, It's amazing. And uh, what, what about your ambitions now? Do you do you do you see yourself playing at, at a higher level than you are? Um, my ambitions right now is like, like I w- I just want to enjoy football. You know what I mean? Like I have so much love for the game, and hopefully, w- whatever happens, and just continue to work hard. You never know where you can end up. You know, and I and I keep saying it, like even f- for the likes of the young players as well like Uranic and stuff, you know, I keep tell them keep pushing, you know, because you never know where you can end up, you know, and that's always been the mentality that, you know, a lot of the pro players have told me and stuff if you just keep working hard. And yeah. I guess uh, to see the history of Yusuf Tribe, uh, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. uh, was not um, a very... Um, Um, important player for yeah. uh, Fredrik Stav when he came here, yeah. and and then gets that one season with Quick Alden, trains yeah. with uh, the teams in the top division, yeah. now signs with uh, Strömmen. Yeah. I guess that's going to get you some confidence that you can do the same. Also push, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it opens doors for everyone. It shows that okay, cool. You know, everyone's at that level mm. where they could also go as well you know mm. like it shows it, and Chibe had an amazing season like he's like a good friend of mine and you know we always talked and stuff and we still talk now you mm. know and to see that that um, prog- progress mm. it goes to show that we a lot of players in our team can also push to go further as well so yeah. you know okay. it's just down to continue working yeah. you yeah. know I also think that uh, having a player like Kevin with his history and having players who have been around, uh, seen uh, pro- how professionals uh, behave uh, and how they push themselves, uh, that's important for any team to have guys like that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, experience uh, and um, youth difference in a squad is yeah. uh, is often a very important thing yeah. for um, the young. Uh, the young players have to. To to have a limit yeah. to reach for, yeah. and when when guys like with professional background come yeah. in and bring uh, other thoughts and culture in, yeah. they have um, a bigger um, 
chance of improving themselves. Yeah. It's easy as that. Yeah. yeah. I, rem- I remember talking to an ice hockey uh, player from Czechoslovakia, mm-hmm. and yeah. he said that Norwegian kids are spoiled. They mm-hmm. don't know how to, to work mm-hmm. properly and mm-hmm. hard enough. Yeah. How do you see Norwegian kids and, and, uh, and young players? Uh, I see as... I feel like they 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 feel like okay cool you know this is enough for them you know what I mean I don't feel like they they widen the perspective of what they can be you know of who they can be you know what I mean because it's like obviously the privilege that privileges that they have is much different opposed to like someone else from another country you know is they have a very high privilege so I feel like when they play it's not they're like okay cool they're very satisfied with what they what they are doing. Mm. But in this, in a sense, they know if, like, for example, me, I go out and push them, like, they, they can understand that, okay, cool, you know, their point of view, mm. or it widens their, you know, it widens pe- their perspective, mm. you know, of what they want to achieve. Mm. So yeah. it just needs a little push. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just, uh, I remember last uh, spring before the season, uh, yeah. we gotten to know you, uh, Albert and uh, and uh, David, uh, yeah. with uh, introducing you to some local food uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah I remember, yeah. yeah. I remember you, very well. Kevin ate uh, meatloaf from uh, Grotten. Uh, <laughs> you weren't too happy with that? Uh, it yeah. was all right. I liked it. It was all right, yeah. Have you gotten to know any other food stuff from home? Do you, uh, um, where do you eat? What do you eat? No, I, to be fair, I'm I'm a pasta guy, you know. I okay. always, I love pasta, like you know, um, pasta, chicken, and stuff, and uh, kind of make rice every now and then, and oh. yeah, that's pretty much it. You haven't bought any more meatloafs? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I can't even find them anywhere. Like I, I'm really sure, you know what I mean. Like I haven't really found any meatloaf, or I haven't like. <coughs> Like met meatloaf again, so. Yeah. But, but you you live with uh, with uh, David, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. Uh, cooking in the household? Um, do you know what? It varies, but David's more of the chef. You know? Okay. Yeah, yes. he, he knows how to do it. Yeah. You know? I think it's the t- Italian background as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the genes. It's in the genes. Yeah. It's in the genes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we have gotten uh, a couple of questions. We can uh, go through them. Our right. listeners uh, wants to know uh, quite a few different uh, things. Yeah. Um, which position uh, in the uh, on the pitch do you rather play? Uh, you because last season you played in uh, in uh, several different yeah. positions. Yeah. Um, my main position I like to play is like a attacking midfielder, like you know, in the middle, mm. like number 10, mm. nine, number eight, you know, I like to play more direct. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you played uh, uh, in midfield, you played also as a striker uh, yeah. last season, uh, yeah. especially the game against uh, Frederick Star away. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you were a sole striker suddenly. Yeah. 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 How do yeah. you experience that? I don't know. Like uh, it was, it was a different one, you know, it was, um, I had to adapt to it and, you know, do my best and stuff. It is a it is a position I've played before, mm. you know. But it's been uh, it's been years that I've played there, you know. Like, and it was a tough game as well. Yeah, yeah. it was a very very tough game. You know, it could have been anyone's game, yeah. uh, you know. But um, yeah, it happens, you know. And yeah, hopefully move on from that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you saw Kevin a lot of games last season, uh, Daniel. What do you think of his performances? I remember the first game uh, I sat down. It was the preseason game against the FFK. Um, uh, was really looking forward to see Kevin oh, play. Yeah. <laughs> he gets injured, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "No, no, no!" Because <laughs> it, it looks like, like the knee was uh, really hurt. So yeah. I 
was uh, starting to think about the ACL and uh, you were out of the season. And yeah. But um, I think uh, uh, Kevin played a couple of great games against Moss uh, away, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You were in the um, top three uh, contenders for uh, the goal, goal of the goal year. Of the year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We yeah. put you in there Shot. now. Yeah. Wow. The goal <laughs> against Moss. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Kevin will be uh, an even more important player now that uh, Yusuf is gone because uh, you are a creative player and yeah. can uh, make goals. So um, uh, as Kevin told, uh, he uh, adapted more to the football culture mm-hmm. and how we're playing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think uh, this season Kevin will be a really uh, important player. Yeah, uh, Do yeah. you agree, Atla? Uh, yes. Um, actually, for Kevin, it's might be an okay thing that Yusuf is gone because mm-hmm. I think you will have more uh, responsibility offensively. Yeah. Uh, and I also see you as an offensive midfielder. I was quite qu- critical actually when you were um, um, s- uh, set up to, to start a striker against FFK and that has nothing to do with you. But, yeah. but I think you are um, much better in other places on the pitch yeah. you know, with mm-hmm. the flair and, uh, um, and create creativity. So um, yeah. Maybe you can be um, have the Yusuf Shaib season. Yeah, season, so yeah. Hopefully, yeah. he knows, man. Never, never, never know. How do you see it yourself? Yeah, the, the season last year. Um, I see, I see it as like you know the first. Obviously, it's my f- the first season, and I still look back at videos like that I have uh, from 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 then mm-hmm. and know that okay, you know, uh, there's things that I need to adapt to. And, you know, I need to change and, you know, maybe, you know, who never know, different position this year and um, hopefully work on these things to make, to improve, you know. So day by day, I just look back at it and I think, okay, cool, you know, this season is probably like the season that I know, okay, cool, I have done my homework and, you know, don't know what to expect from... You know. I also remember the game against Moss, but also the last game against Osama. I, I, I sat, watched the game, and I th- thought, "Wow, uh, yeah. Kevin was really yeah. good in that yeah. game." Yeah. 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 It was like you found your rhythm or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, maybe it was the snow. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. You yeah. know, I think I just didn't want to get cold. That's why I, so I had to, you know, heat myself up and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more questions, uh, yeah. Tobias. Uh, best memory in the quick jersey. Ah, oh, best memory. Um, it's fun to talk about it because yeah. it's only been a one year, yeah, yeah. but it's happened. It happened a lot in that yeah, yeah. one yeah, year. Yeah, so. yeah, so much has happened. So, um, I think uh, the team with the black and yellow, Egerson, um, Egerson, yeah, yeah, away, yeah. Yeah. yeah, was one of the one of them. Yeah, you know when we won that three nil, and we won it three nil. You know, uh-huh. and it, it, the build-up towards the game was crazy because mm. we actually our coach mm. basically like make got us lost, and we oh. had like twenty minutes to get changed and play the game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, we, we, was we, it Kemp's fault? No, it was no. The, it was the coach driver. Like, he oh, did, they, they he, were the coach driver. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. The sorry, coach? the bus, okay. the bus driver. Yeah, the bus sorry. driver. Yeah. Okay, bus driver, okay. Sorry, he said coach. <laughs> but yeah, the bus driver. <laughs> yeah. Like, he he basically took us to the farm. Wow. And like we went to the mountains, and we was like, we, "This, this is, there's no way like the stadium is over here." <laughs> maybe it was paid by Gershon to do yeah, that, maybe, yeah. or Frederick stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go into investigation for yeah. that. But um, yeah, we had 20 minutes to go, and like they were like, we saw it, and we looked, we didn't really look ready at all, you know. So we had to like adapt to it, you know. Mm. And 
uh, like improvise. So when we got there, like they were ready, they were pumped up, you know, there mm. were challenges everywhere, left, right and centre. Mm. And then, you know, I think when Chibes scored the first goal, then they felt, oh, okay, cool, you know, um, mm. we can get back into it, we can yeah. get back into it. And we just kept on going, like, non-stop, mm. non-stop, yeah. you know, and that's probably one of them. But yeah. there's many, there's many uh, of the yeah. stories as well. So. And, and that was a really key, yeah. key match for yeah. Kvik um, last season. Yeah. Because that, that was the game that uh, all the supporters of uh, Fredrikstad had blinked out that yeah. you should drop points. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you went there and won 3-0. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, like the, um, the confirmation that you actually were as good as you. Yeah, As yeah. the table situation. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, more questions. Um, I'll not name the questionnaire here because okay. uh, I think maybe you know him. Okay. Um, <laughs> he asks, um, "Do you have any um, specific person in sight, uh, maybe of the opposite uh, sex, maybe?" Who me? Yeah. Do you have anything uh, to translate it uh, word for word? Do you yeah. have anything in your binoculars? Uh, oh, me? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you don't? <laughs> nah. So um, the rumors are false? No, I have a girlfriend in back in London. <laughs> okay, yeah. you have? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I have yeah. a girlfriend back in London. Oh, that shouldn't be good to, to talk about that in the podcast. Oh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he has gotten the wrong information. Maybe yeah. He, yeah. He thought you were some fun, someone else. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. What's the best with... Uh, about Holden and Quick. What's the best about Holden and Quick? Yeah. I think it's like how everyone is like a family, you know, to be honest. Like how everyone's like, you know, very kind hearted and stuff, you know, and training is just banter, like, you know, it's just full of fun. Like we have a big game. I don't think everyone's nerves are up and I feel like we still, we still find it fun, you know, and we still enjoy ourselves either way, you know, and that's one thing about Quick. And it's like, you know, they help me, like, um, in everything. So, you know, and that's fair play to them, you know. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah. Um, and Didrik asks, who do you think will become the top scorer in Quick this season? Um, it's hard to say, you know. Um, <laughs> whoa, uh, I don't even know. I, I would, to be fair, I think Oyston, you know. Yeah. Because he's like, he scores like them tapping goals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like he's always <laughs> at the right place at the right time. If he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it should be. I go for Kevin. You, you go for Kevin. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> at least I got one vote, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I need. That has to believe. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. Do you have a, um, one more question? Do you have any hobbies uh, outside of football? Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, you know, uh, I like to play um like you know computer games and stuff like warzone yeah. and call of duty you know um <laughs> david would see me just playing all day like okay. you know and now i play like in tournaments and stuff like that you know? oh so yeah so you're pretty good at call of duty yeah yeah yeah, yeah so so david is uh, like a gaming housewife he makes the food and you <laughs> sit there and, uh, and play exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that also yeah <laughs> but do you play online with uh, friends or against uh, um, teams? Sometimes or? I play with like pro pro players, mm-hmm. um, play with like friends as well and such, but mostly like pro players and that play Call of Duty, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. How yeah. good How good are you? Um, I don't know. You have to come and see. <laughs> <laughs> I will not play you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I should uh, stream one uh, yeah. game of uh, yeah. games. Yeah. 
I'll uh-huh. hopefully put it on Twitch or something. Yeah. Yeah. Should be good. Uh, yeah. No FIFA and you play that? Um, yeah, FIFA sometimes, but mm. ma- mostly like uh, Call of Duty. Mm. FIFA mm. is just like with friends and, you know, like, yeah. It was kind of fun during the Corona period because uh, everyone played FIFA and it was like these tournaments with the Premier League teams. And oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can see that many yeah. of the players, pro players in the Premier League are really good at FIFA. Yeah, yeah. no, they're amazing. Like, yeah. no, I've watched a few a few games, like, uh, for example, Jadon Sancho yeah. Yeah. and stuff. And he was actually good, man. And Todd Cantwell and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they they actually really good, like. I think the final was uh, Diogo Jota uh, yeah. at Wolves against yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold from yeah. Liverpool, and oh, really? that was a really good game. Really? Yeah, they were good. Yeah, they knew how to to play. To FIFA. play, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they play. The thing is, I think in in London or in England, it's like when they finish football, it's either Fortnite or FIFA. Yeah. You know, yeah. they do that all day, yeah. all day, all night, like and. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a couple of the guys in your team as well. Marcus Moberg, uh, yeah. he plays a lot of Fortnite. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he he always talks about it all the time. <laughs> you know, there's him. Iranic always talks about um, Warzone. I yeah. played a few times with him. You know, is um, he any good? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's actually good. Yeah, yeah. but I've, from last year we were playing uh, like Call of Duty. So yeah. yeah, like sometimes he comes into my lobby and we play together. Yeah, yeah. People hear about that outland think that footballers is an easy life. It's uh, yeah. the train, it's play uh, <laughs> play Fortnite <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. sleep. But you also have to take uh, into to that consideration that mm-hmm. the pressure, yeah, the the pro footballers are yeah. living in the Premier League is like yeah. immense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've got a lot a lot of expectation yeah. for themselves. You know, um, like I think they get uh, every all the time they get like media on to them you know uh you know because you're so you're making so much money mm. but at the end, they put their body through immense pain mm. you know yeah and it's not easy like oh. day in day out just training four hours five hours even you know it's it's, it's hard it's a hard job it's a very hard job Do you have a, a favorite team who me yeah yeah. yeah 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 of course of course and that's uh, Manchester United. Wow, UK, wow. you can't say a Lon- that. London yeah. kid and Manchester United. Yeah, do you know what? It, it, to be fair, it's because my my father, like he he loved Manchester United. Okay, and he was a fan of Eric Cantona. Uh-huh. Okay, and from then, uh, the era of uh, Dwight York and Andy Cole, mm. he loved it. Like, yeah. from okay. and then that's when I started to love Manchester United. Uh, I grew up watching them. Um, they won everything. They won everything in that period. Yeah, yeah. Because when me and Atle grew up, yeah, we are Liverpool supporters. Liverpool yeah. won everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> when I grew up as a Liverpool supporter, they didn't win anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> anything. Yeah. Was it when um, uh, Gerard slipped and yep. yeah. against no, d- d- <sighs> That's not allowed to <sighs> talk yeah. about yeah. the yeah. Yeah. subject, please. <laughs> subject. But have you seen the league table now, Kevin? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. Liverpool right now are one of the best teams. Yeah. Like hands down, and Jurgen Klopp is is just genius. Mm. Like you know his his philosophy of play right now is second to none. You know, mm. and uh, now I respect it. I respect what Liverpool are doing, mm. and I don't feel like I feel like they have they don't have the best squad, but they know how to make it work. Mm. And that's one thing that yeah, that's the most important thing. The most important thing, yeah. Getting everything out of your players, hundred yeah. percent. What do you think about the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Manchester United's future then? Um. Right now, I feel like we're we're a bit unstable, like based on the players and stuff. Um, and now we've got uh, uh, 
Bruno Fernandes now, and I think it's 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 good because he's bringing a lot of like you know joy to the team. You know, he's been he's vibrant, you know, and he's very exciting. He's an exciting player, and now that Pogba's back, uh, hopefully we'll see what will happen. You know, mm. and I feel like mm, maybe Champions League. Yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to get my hopes up too high. No, no, fight but, uh, for. You know the title and yeah. stuff, and yeah, should be an interesting summer with the uh, with the uh, two Premier League games every week. Yeah, this summer. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Oh, wow, it's immense. Yeah, it's immense. But you watch games and you're interested in football. Yeah, yeah. 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 I watch games. Ev- <laughs> I watch yeah. that Bundesliga, uh, Italian league, French league. Yeah. You know, any game that's on, I will watch it. You know, yeah. and um, Paris Saint Germain is your team in France, or uh, Paris Saint Germain is yeah. my team in France, yeah. but my dad's team is Marseille. Okay, he, yeah, oh. he, my dad is he likes to think us differently. You know, he just yeah. likes players. You know, mm. okay. and stuff. You know, so when he, he he he's always been a Marseille like fan and stuff. So. Yeah. Usually, uh, we don't. Uh, we're not too fond of Manchester United. But should we give <laughs> Kevin the benefit of the doubt here? Or uh? yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, our history, <laughs> nice, our history speaks for nice, itself. Uh, our history nice. speaks for itself. So yeah, we can say the same thing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't come to us with history. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 I take that back. <laughs> but that's uh, like uh, all around the world. That banter between Liverpool and Manchester United yeah. is like uh, it's the same thing everywhere in the world. Yeah. 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 And it's fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. It could get heated as well. Because it's yeah. like I have a lot of uh, friends, uh, Liverpool fans. Mm. They always talk about history, you know. Yeah. And now it was like three years ago. They couldn't talk about what was happening now, so yeah. they would bring history, yeah. you know. Yeah. And now and Manchester United, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I can't really speak to them, and we're not in the same, you <laughs> no. know, category now. <laughs> no, so it's I just around. gotta keep my mouth shut yeah. and just, you know, <laughs> take the L. Oh, it's great. Um, do you, have you ha- heard anything about um, some practice games? Because you have to play some games before yeah. uh, the league starts. Um, yeah, I think we've got a few coming up. Um, like, obviously, I think uh, some teams in the region, but I'm not quite sure yet. So I, f- I know for 100% we have uh, practice games coming up. Yeah, but uh, We're looking forward to the season starting uh, then, at, yeah. at least. Yeah, um, it's been a long time now, yeah. so... Uh, Getting ready to get back in the commentating uh, yeah. position. Commentary box. <laughs> He's the guy in the commentary box, you know. Yeah, yeah Cl- so Clive Tilsley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he and Clive, yeah. <laughs> so you have to behave here so he doesn't speak anything yeah. wrong about you in the yeah. commentary box. Oh, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> I've got to be in the good books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you think about the season, then, uh, Atla? What's your prediction? Um, because we had the late start, we haven't really um, checked in too much with the other clubs, so I'm... But I think um, I will be surprised if you are um, and really in contention of uh, promotion mm. yet yeah. again, because mm. um, I think maybe Quick had a really really good s- season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully you can be. Yeah. Um, but I don't hope that the expectations of all the um, um, people in the cities that you will again be up there because I'm not so sure that will come just as easy this season. Nah. Yeah. Uh, so um, <coughs> upper half, mm-hmm. um, let's start there and hope you are in contention when we come, uh, I would say autumn, but 
gonna mm-hmm. play until late November, so mm-hmm. uh, almost Christmas time you can play the promotion game yeah. eventually. Yeah, and, and then it's gonna be cold and a lot of snow, so Kevin yeah. is gonna be really and good in the winter. Really yeah, That's yeah. a good thing for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, it gets me run. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're used to playing in the winter. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, I think the last last game of the season will be 15th of November or something. Oof. Wow. Yeah, and in the elite series, it's the 20th of December. Oof. 20th of December. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Christmas uh, party. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the co- qualification between Obusliga and Elitia will be at uh, Christmas Eve. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> new, new tradition here in Norway. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's not too much snow. I mean, you're here in the winter and it's, it's not that snowy. I mean, maybe you thought mm. about Norway being all like ice polar bears and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's not even that it's snowy, but it's cold. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, yeah. it's like... The difference between like the coldness in in Norway and the coldness in uh, England is that over there it's like polluted uh, yeah. like coldness. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still warm, a little bit warm. Like, yeah. it's, but here it's just fresh breeze. Like yeah. it's fresh. Like it's it's more yeah. that yeah. I lived in the northern parts of England. Yeah. and there was the same cold wind. But yeah. in London, it's different. It's like yeah, it's, it's so different. Like because mm-hmm. it's not open. It's not open. It's like to so many it's a city and stuff. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here it's just fresh. It goes through your whole body. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're actually shivering. <laughs> Very nice to have you here, uh, Kevin. Oh, nice to have you. Thank you very yeah, much you. Uh, for being. We're just going to finish in Norwegian. Yeah. So you can see if you understand what we're saying. Okay, I'll yeah. try. Vad tänker vi? Gick det for skjønte nå? Det håper jeg. Det gikk over all forventning. Ja, det var så gærent. Så var det egentlig litt gøy. Altså, det har vært mye kjedeligere hvis han heier på Liverpool. Ja, det hadde jeg. Altså, fire Liverpool-sportere. Så sånn sett var det gøy at han heier på feil lag. Ja, det er sant. Det er sant. Now we said that it was fun that you you're supporting the wrong team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good thing. Eh, uh, det er bra. Vi runder av. Vi får väl satsa på att det blir mer uppladdning till fotbollssäsong uh, med en gäst från Kvick uh, mm. som kanske då är er helt nästan ja, närmare seriestart i alla fall. Ja. Nästa gång. Ja. Uh, vi är er långt ut i juni allerede, så tiden går fort. Ja. Det går kanske om bara lägga till sån chapt Kristian att breddfotbollen också ska starta. Mm. De så från fjärde division nedover ska spela enkel serie med upp och nerryck start hoppas i som normalt då efter ferien men det blir då seriestart. Så de lokala klubbarna starter från 3 augusti och utöver. Då tänker jag i andra division så är er det i flesta semiprofessionella de flesta håller sig i form men jag tror i fjärde och femte division. Hvis du har hållit dig i form där så tror jag du har en fördel. Då vill du ha en jättefördel alltså tänkte jag uppkörningen nå utan att ha klart att samla laget till att vara i form och så kommer sommarferien och så ska det se start 3 augusti. Den kan bli tung för enkelt lag från fjärde division nedover så så de som Jag glömde att du kommentera sjätte det tror jag. Ja. Och det är er ju jättegött. Det blir lite på efterskott han hela tiden. Som Fredrikshallberg ja. och Arde det där. Ja. Det kommer bli morsamt. Ja. Men Berg har ju haft massivt uppmöte på träning ja. hela vägen här ja. så Berg är er liksom dark horse i Sjöfjällsjunior. Ja. Det är er gøy. Det är er gøy. Vi ska självfølgelig gå igenom de lokala lagen i lägre divisionen utöver sommaren så det är er bara att glädja sig till det. Ehm har det fint så länge så snackas vi. Hej. Hej. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.